Hello there, welcome. This is Mo, and this is going to be another deeply personal and heartfelt episode of the Morrisible Podcast. Today's episode is especially significant. One, you're hearing from me before we start the episode, so you know it's something, right? But it also coincides with a very special day. My dad just turned 68. So as I share my story, I want to just take a moment to honor my parents who have played an essential role in shaping the person I am today. I remember a few years ago when I decided I wanted to start telling my story, especially from my own perspective, knowing that it could be my truth and someone else's truth and then the truth being somewhere in the middle. There was something... um, my therapist told me she said and because I was worried about oh I don't want to portray this person as you know a bad person or if I talk about my story then it's going to reflect there's no way that somebody else that people people kind of look at your family dynamics or your relationship and go like "Ah," you know which said you know you can always have two truths yes you know they could have done this but yet you know they're still you know family or something along that line of two truths so this is going to be one of such episodes of two truths Yes, we did have um, some housing secure insecurity growing up. And the other part of that truth would be my parents, you know, tried the hardest. And, and so in, even talking about this aspect of my life, I, if they ever get to listen to this, I, I never want them to feel like I'm trying to throw all of the efforts down the drain. I do appreciate everything they've done, all the sacrifices they've made um, in getting me here today. So wanted to just, you know, put that out there. And a special shout out to my friend, Olabengwe. There couldn't have been anybody else that I would have felt so comfortable and so safe, you know, um, exposing this part of my life. And I use the word exposing um, carefully here, just unraveling this layer of my life. And she's she's a true friend in every sense of that word. And so thank you, Olabengwe, for um, doing this together with me. Love you, girl. This episode is really about overcoming childhood shame, um, especially for people who grew up the way I did, and also in building resilience in the face of adversity. It's about self-discovery, of finding strength in the most unexpected places. But once again, before we dive into the story, I want to express my gratitude to my parents for their unwavering love and support throughout my life, their guidance, their encouragement, and belief in me. They have Those have been my pillars of strength, and I'm forever grateful for the values they instilled in me. Um, sharing this deeply personal tale wasn't an easy decision. I really wanted to honor my parents while still being authentic and vulnerable with you, you know, my listeners. So it's not always easy to open up about the struggles we face, but I believe that our stories can resonate with others and inspire them to find inspire them to find their own path to healing. I never want to stop being relatable. I know I'm not where I used to be. Heck. I'm far away, literally far away from where I grew up. But, you know, I hope as you listen to this story, you will join me in reflecting on your own journey. Um, my hope is that by sharing the story, you can find strength in vulnerability and compassion and understanding. That's it. Happy birthday, Dad. And enjoy the episode, everyone. Thank you.
I was saying that this is like the aspect of my life I feel like most people don't know about. And I was thinking about it. Why is why is not not like you should expose yourself, you know? But I think there's a part of me that is kind of like ashamed about it. You know what I mean? But I'm like, what's the shame in it, mm-hmm. right? Our parents did the best they could. You know what I mean? So, but, but what, I mean, have you ever considered just maybe some hesitancy from your end, you know, talking about this topic? Do you, do you have some shame about it? Yeah, so I did. I don't anymore. How long ago did the shame stop? <laughs> At what point? Um... Point that, that um, I think I don't know. Um, I think it was when I, I dated um, my second um, re- mm. serious relationship. And you told me about uh, it. Uh, with Bimbola. Yeah. So, and if I, I could bring Bimbola home at the time, and um, I think that kind of sort of uh, did it for me, and, I, and especially since moving to the US. I just figured, you know, it's just a part mm. of my story. Um, yeah, so moving to the US, I think just finally was the final liberation for me. I'm like, hasta la visa, done with yeah. that life, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't. I can talk about it. Um, uh, it's just, I mean, I mean some, some parts of that information is going to be TMI, maybe not those parts. Of course. It's just so much. It's not so much kind of. Yeah, it's a lot without my therapist on the side. You know what I mean? It's a lot to talk about. It's a lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot to dive yeah. to dive into. Um, but it's um, I, I believe it's a solid um, conversation to have. Um, okay. Solid Let's conversation try. to have. Yeah. Why? Because I feel that it's going to um, cause it's going to encourage anyone who is probably in that situation to know that there's a light ahead, ahead, you know, of, tunnel, right? ahead of it. Is a, you know, you know what? That's exactly yeah. why I wanted to talk uh, about this, yeah. you know, because I feel like it's that last yeah, there's a light ahead. that I haven't explored, especially because considering that we were not where we used to be. And I don't say that to kind of um, yeah. shame anybody who might be in that current situation. There was no, no way I could have thought yeah. that in a million years I'll be where I am today. That right. this is gonna be your life. Yeah, this is gonna be. Right. I, I never thought that this is gonna. I mean, I knew I was destined for greatness. That one I've always known, and I'm not even. I'm surface, not even scratched right. yeah. surface, right? Yeah. But I just, yeah. I mean, I thank God for for His work in our lives, and so He's brought yes. us this far. And it's just to show that you know that scripture that says that when the Lord turns like around the captivity of Zion, yeah, like yeah. that, that dream, yeah, okay. it was just like that. Or, or you know. So we don't we don't have to talk about this entirely. We can merge it into. So what was your first experience like when you first moved to the US? So we can so it can be a joint um, convo. I don't know if you want to, yeah, merge. It. Yeah. Okay, we can do that. So, I but I think by now we've probably lost half of our audience. Let me so let me just reintroduce you for those who haven't gotten the pleasure of knowing who this person is. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Um, this is Mo, and I'm the host of the show. And today I have my friend back. Um, she's one of the most requested guests on the show. And this is Ola Bimpe Shode. And today, yes, yeah, she's based me. in Minnesota and um, <laughs> my very good friend. Today we're talking about just um, mm-hmm. an aspect of our childhood that I think really bonds us. So um, I've mentioned that I've known Bimpe for almost half of my life. Think about it, Bimpe. Ooh. 
was 19. My yeah. goodness, was yes, it? yes. More than half yeah. of my life, you know. And yeah. I mean, we didn't I know, but at least, you know, time, like the we first time meeting, right? Yeah. And because she moved yeah. to the US way before I did. Anyways, um, so we used to be part of a choir and we we're supposed to go for a youth camp. Shout out to Solid. But I I got into school and yep. I couldn't go. <laughs> I got into school and I couldn't make the camp. And it was so, so um painful for me because we had been rehearsing and I was looking forward to going to that camp. And then um I think this was when phones were not still like a big we didn't have weren't well connected. Mm. And I remember Bingo was asking me way before you know this news came that where do I live? I didn't even mention their street address. I just gave her a very vague description. But this girl used her Sherlock Holmes. She found me, guys. She found me. And not only did she find me, I was home when she found me. <laughs> <laughs> like when the day he came to my house, I felt like the girls just swallowed me. Do you remember? You remember? But you see, you yes. felt that you way. I, I I remember yes. coming to your house. Ah. I remember. I remember coming to your house. Um, I, how did I find it? I can't. It's Girl, the life of me, I, I was saying, remember, but I know I remember when I don't to your house. Thing, she will figure the rest out. <laughs> and she's always been like that because I, I'm always very vague when I tell people where I live. <laughs> And I'll, I'll, I'll explain why, for those who don't know, I'll explain why. But people found me out. It's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so, but you see, for me, I felt like, oh, so I can be real with this person because I felt Aww. like, oh, the housing situation was, you know, similar. Similar, So yeah. I didn't, I didn't feel like, okay, now I can't talk about where I live, obviously, yeah. because, oh my God, they live in this kind, kind of housing or, you know, you know what I mean? So I felt, I felt at home. Yeah, I remember that feeling. Now, what mm. we talked about, what we did, I don't remember. But I, I don't remember. remember that but I remember that I was just uncomfortable throughout because I'm like, yeah, I, was I, know, I wasn't uncomfortable <laughs> about you. I right. was just for, for, that I've been had. But you know what? It will have helped if you had told me right away. But I guess you probably didn't have the language for it. No. Because I didn't know about your own situation until right. way. I'm like, ah, it makes sense, you know? Yeah. So, because I just remember that. Because I have yeah. always had the shame around, oh, I, I couldn't bring people home to where yeah. I lived. So, like, even... Yeah. Um, even uh, the what's it called? Like even from where my friends would say, "Oh, let me drop you off." I said, "No, it's Heck okay. No. Just drop me three streets away, okay? Three streets away." But wait, but wait, but wait. I, I mean, I've always felt comfortable around you, and I think that's why. But I, even though I didn't know why exactly I was comfortable around you, it was just just the way you made me feel like, oh, it wasn't a big deal. Like, eh, so what? And all along, I was just like, oh my God, am I going to be... It wasn't like I was trying to hide anything, but it was mm-hmm. just a lot of shame. So for yeah. those who don't know, we grew up in... Drum roll, everybody. Face me, I slap you. Oh, sorry. Face me, I slap you. It's even worse. It's like a downgrade. Oh, buffet. So Face me, I slap you, y'all. These are like um, usually overcrowded spaces. Um, the buildings. Well, it depends. The, so the the face me I slap you that I, 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 we both grew up in is not a typical mm. face me I slap you. Well, you didn't. You never came to my house, but but yeah. I was in your house. So I can tell you, it's not a typical. Okay, tell me what's what's, what's what's not typical about it. It's it wasn't a compound like compound. It wasn't a compound. No, yeah, it was yeah. just it was rooms. Yes, yes. Yeah, I know it wasn't like mean. you know yeah. uh, but the, a proper face me I slap you. It's um. Oh yeah, it's a lot of people. There's no boundaries. More people, yeah. No, 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 There's even no privacy. When, yeah, I mean, I, we didn't have much privacy either. 
but yeah. it was still limited because the number of people who lived on our floor with just three three uh, um I was going to say apartments three rooms um yeah. so it wasn't a I didn't we didn't have to contend with a lot of people it was just the three people yeah. three families yeah. you know that yeah. had the room and parlor and parlor yes. so yes it was a room and parlor situation and uh, thankfully the I mean Ah, yeah. Where do I start from? Man, it was so stressful. Being paid. It, was. it was really it was so stressful. It was so stressful. The day was so stressful. Let me tell you, girl. The day. <laughs> the day. I saw. I, I was. I mean, head girl of my school at the time. Oh, Methodist, right? Oh, Adelaide. No, Methodist Girls High School. Okay. And you know, at the time there was no phone to call in to say I'm sick. This is why I couldn't come to school. I think I was in school. I was away from school for like a week or so. I was very sick, and so the um, the what uh, what's called the principal at the time, uh, Mrs. Labode, then sent um, oh, our um, economics uh, teacher to my house, and they had, had the house address on, on, on the first. And yeah. then, and so, and unfortunately for me and for him, it was a day. It was a rainy day. So of hey course, God. one drop of rain. Again, nice house only if the the Yaya children had maintained the house. The house, yeah. So it, it was so three levels. It, mm-hmm. it originally was built as a you know those old um, colonial flats, houses, yeah, uh-huh, mm-hmm. old flats where the rooms are not. You don't have the way the way it's built now, where everything is in one um, space. Yeah. So you yeah. have a door leading to all the rooms, like a okay. door, an external door that leads to the. So you see the three rooms. So you, yeah. the middle one is typically the living area, and then the other and then the two the bedroom, ahead yeah. are the bedrooms. And then you have the, the toilets and the bathroom, and then you have the kitchen. So kitchen. It, it is the way the house is built, or the, like a studio apartment in a way, but in a different kind of format. No, 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 no. It actually was a flat. Oh, but okay. Built in the olden day flat. Oh, uh, okay. So that was a format. And so I just saw this Mister BCDU. I will never forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked. And then the rain had, rain had fallen, and oh, then it was flooded. It was oh, oh my god! I was super embarrassed. So it was, you know, I was oh, like, yeah. well, you showed up. I it didn't invite you. Is. It is what it <laughs> I is. I mean, so, you know. So I, I think. I think for me, so what I the, the the feedback I always get is when people see or the ones I had the opportunity to uh, to visit me at home and they saw where I lived, they couldn't reconcile who I was outside yeah, who I, with yeah, who yeah. I you know my with my house because yeah. again growing up, what my mom always told us is that you are not where you live, so mm. you are not going to act it. So if, matter of fact, in in uh in the in the in the house, they thought we were aloof. And it wasn't uh, wasn't selfish, like proud yeah. or yeah, but it was just that my mm. mom wanted us to be dick. She knew what she she had a vision. She just didn't have the money to execute it. And mm. so great enough, that's what I heard. And primary school, uh, school head, secondary school, school head. You know, so it's it's wow. so I yeah, I, I didn't it didn't limit and I spoke well, I've always spoken well. So mm. people could not reconcile. I mean, when my boyfriend came to my house, Bimbola, when he came to the house at the time, he said if I had told him that I lived in v, uh, VGC, that he would have believed me. <laughs> no, because you're not, not that you're trying to form more. It's just no, you know, I wasn't because yeah. I guess was uh, it should be easy. I that you wear the clothes that you wear that will give you away, <laughs> you know. Again, about again, I, I grew up learning to be content, so yeah, it I, for me, it wasn't that uh, I just I just didn't want people to because I knew how I was outside my home, I knew the impression people had of me, I just didn't want. I, I don't want the house to fall my hands. 
Yes, yes, I know what you mean. I know it's what... something I had no control over. I mean, I yes. had control over how I spoke, how I dressed. You know, I yeah. made sure I was clean. I presented myself well in public. I yeah. was yeah. well behaved. Those were things that were yeah. within my control. But my housing, it was entirely yeah. out of my control. And I was like, uh-uh, you will not. It is what it is. Here. It is what it is. <laughs> I, I just sent you a picture now on your WhatsApp. I stopped calling it WhatsApp before this thing becomes before this thing becomes like you know, yeah. That's what you So that's the where I grew up. That's actually the current state of the place. Oh and, wow! Um, yeah, yeah, I know yeah, the way houses in the way houses in Lagos are. You see a a posh house, and then there's like a. Not so posh house. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. no proper zoning. There's no, no proper zoning. No proper zoning. No for proper sure, zoning. For, for, I believe for Lagos, um, for the mainland. Because in Ebutemata, Ebutemata was like that too. You see yeah. this yeah. mansion beside this... Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but I know that for those who are not very um, familiar with um, just what we're talking about, the terms we're using. So for... Um, to, I don't want to call it the hood. But that's wasn't. like a closed. No, it wasn't the hood, but it's a yeah. closed, almost like Section Eight housing. Or for those that live in the UK, like those districts, um, what are they call them? Council homes, right? I don't even know. Maybe there's not like a proper way of describing it because it was but a mixture of rich and poor. It was a mixture of rich and poor, yeah. and because of just how rent can be quite cheap, there's like almost like an um like a revolving door of people going in and out. Mm. And um, in my own space, you know. When they first started it, because I saw pictures when my mom was, because she moved in there when she was pregnant for me, it was not quite as bad as it was when I was of age. But because of overcrowding and people like squatting, so in a room you can have up to like ten people in a room, mm-hmm. right? And that mm-hmm. pool burden on the on the all oh, the restrooms, on the resources. Yes. And I think this is why I still have some trauma when it comes to like cleaning and you know you know dirt around my area i think it stems from my childhood because there's so much that was out of my control that was out of your just control, so much you out of your... My control. Mm-hmm. and i yeah. I'm, it's just my way of seizing control but let's talk about school so like you i was a superstar in school right i mean and i went to let's just think of our parents that even if yeah. they, whatever because they could have just done that thing you know parents tend to do sometimes kind of to save face, just put the money towards something so that that way they can look, you know, posh in public and then mm-hmm. something suffers. My yeah. parents didn't, they didn't hold they anything back when it came to education. Mm-hmm. But the resultant, and I've said that before many times, we had housing insecurity. This is what I meant by the housing insecurity. It wasn't ideal. It wasn't really ideal. Um, So I'll go to school and my school was one of the best ones in that area. Like mm-hmm. it was an international school. We had kids who went to the U.S. for summer breaks you know, in my school. And by then, I had not even left Lagos, you know. <laughs> and, but I live, I, I live, I live, I curse it through them. I remember one of my sitmates, shout out to Ikena. Ikena, I mean, very, came from a very rich home and he would come back, um, we'd come to school with like books and, and snacks. It was the first time I saw a Ziploc bag that had like cake in it. And because I was super smart, I would just trade, like, give me your books and I'll do your assignments for you. So sorry to my principal who might be listening to this. Yes, I was, you know, trading books for, like, you know. And I love that. And, but I, I just always used to wonder, like, sometimes I'll follow my friends to their houses. You know, after school, now primary school, you're walking around yeah. and if you want to stop at my house, I could never invite anybody home. 
Yeah. I could never invite anybody home. And I know kids can be quite brutal. Oh my yeah. gosh, you know. They just kids think can be cruel. They yeah. say they stand that vulnerability, they're just gonna open it wide. And mm-hmm. I kept that for a while, even through high school and then university. Luckily for me, like second year in university, my parents might finally, you know, built a house and they moved and you know, our situation kind of changed. But all that to say, I don't know why I harbored so much shame about it. And I dare say I still have some residual shame about it. And I don't know. I think this is what I want to explore on the podcast today as a way to support people and they might be going through this. And I know sometimes when you've left where you are, you seem to be unrelatable, but I never want to be stop being relatable because I came from somewhere. I came mm-hmm. from somewhere, you know. So I don't know what your thoughts were, Bingbe. Yeah, so um for me I'd always say your past does not def- it does not define you. Um it's what you do with it. Um I'm not and I'm so I'm curious to know why you still feel shame though, because how long you've done and that's the ah Tolani. I, I feel like you, you need to live in the moment. And that's what right. that's just yeah, that's right. my thoughts on that. You need Tell to live in the moment. Yeah, you need to live in the moment. Because you <sighs> I, yeah, I'm gonna blow your trumpet. Right oh, here. Oh, don't do that. Don't <laughs> do that. Don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> no, Sarah has achieved yeah. a lot for for a, a time in the US. For the, I mean, how long have you been here for? Honey, just like eleven years. Just, just right about eleven <laughs> years, right? Uh, but mm-hmm. even even before now, in the the short while that you came to the US, you've you, you've achieved a lot. Things mm-hmm. that it would have taken people thirty years to achieve you've done that in the short time that you've been here in the u.s um so i'm very curious to to understand why you still carry that because that was entirely out of your control i think that's that's uh, that's for me that's the that's what i always fall back to it was out of my control if something was if if something's not within my control i don't stress too i don't stress too hard about it i think that's if you can use that I don't know. I'm not a therapist, but yeah. I think that, you know, you may, actually, this is like a therapy moment here. Um, yeah. The only person I'm missing is Ayamide. So I think there could be two <laughs> things. You know how sometimes when you want to tell a story, but you realize that it's not just your story. Because the more I talk about it, the more like I'm putting my parents in the spot, like, oh, they didn't do well. And I never wanted to be that. You know, we can have two truths. Our housing situation was bad. Our, pa- our parents did the best they could do. Mm-hmm. And that's just, you know, the plain thing about it. But they're not but mutually I, exclusive, though. They're not, right? right? I know, I know, and I know. But I think that even coming to talk about it here, I think this is like the final step for me to kind of finally, mm-hmm. you know, um, like, Push past it. it's not a big deal. Like, it was just what it was. Mm-hmm. And and I, and for those that might be listening to this, I, this is why I also wanted to bring Bing because she grew up like that as well. Mm-hmm. We can share some protective factors. Like, what really saved me was books and just facing my studies. Yep. Seriously. Same here. Because, man, <clears throat> I had neighbors who got, pre- like, teenage pregnancy. Like, yep. It's through drugs. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> think about the stereotype Absolutely. of just living in the hood. I, I saw that firsthand. Mm-hmm. Domestic violence. I saw that yep. firsthand. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, just name, just name all of the tropes of you know horrible mm-hmm. relationships. I've, I've, I've seen. I saw that as a child, and I think I learned quickly how to adjust myself accordingly. Like this is an opportunity for me to learn from people who I'm seeing their lives unravel in front of me. Mm-hmm. I knew someone who contracted a viral disease, you know, as a teenage person. Wow. while living you know around my neighborhood and mm. it was a common knowledge you know it's those kind of issues and now one got pray- I'm, not, I'm not trying to like call them out and make them feel yeah, we're, so not, well. we're not shaming anyone we're it's not just, shaming. It's, look it's it was the situation and it's your it story it's yes. your story yes. um, yes. so, and, that, and that's the thing about telling your story is is that 
some people are going to come across as as bad. They were bad. Let's just call it what it was. Mm-hmm. If if that's the role that they played, they played the role, and it's your story to tell. It you, yeah. you 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 it happened to you. It's not like you're fabricating these things, you know. So if you were fabricating, then it's different. But it's your story. You were in that story. It unfolded, you know, right there with you in it. No, it's your story to tell too as well. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, Thank you. Yeah, don't. I don't know. Anyway, uh, like I said, I'm not your therapist. So <laughs> <laughs> no, but but I guess we 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 have, we've escaped from that situation, right? We have. Thank so, God. What would you say? Because I've kind of hinted at some things that worked for me. Mm-hmm. Looking back now, it wasn't as if it was intentional. I think for me, reading and studying hard was my way of escape because hmm. man there was just so much happening at home you know for you what was your protective factors like what what if you look back now like and try to like map what really helped you to kind of escape that in every sense of that word what would you say was your um saving grace apart from jesus we know you know <laughs> yeah so for me it was my mother she puts um oh. yeah there were i mean she just had standards I didn't like my mom growing up <laughs> because of those uh, standards, because of those expectations that she had of us. Um, single parents. And so it was, um, she she had to be firm. So my mom was that, she was my check. And of course, mm. um, and I, funny, funny enough, she, I grew up to be quite independent too. So I'm not mm-hmm. sure how my, my mom was able to strike. I don't know. That woman, needs, she needs to write a book, you know, so... Yeah, she did a fantastic job doing it. And I'm sure maybe to her, she probably thought she didn't do enough, but she did because she was able, uh, able to, uh, and my mom read a lot, so I would read on the books, you know, in the house. Um, yeah, so it's my mom. I would say it was my mom. She provided, she had a vision. Um, she knew she didn't have the, she didn't have a lot of these resources to to help mm. execute, but she knew that, no, we couldn't be, we shouldn't be limited just because we don't have resources now. So, yeah. you know, knowing Christ, which I mean, again, she introduced me to Christ early. So, um, yeah. So I'll say my mom. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's quite good. I mean, my parents too did a fantastic job, I would say. Because, yeah. um, like, you know, getting us books, my mom. Mm-hmm. And I think even introducing us to like, um, like role models, like, mm-hmm. like, you know how they say it takes a village? Yeah. The company my parents kept were, you know, people that of, the way of, you know, substance and all. And Canada. And, Mm-hmm. And caliber, so mm-hmm. it, it was almost like uh, it was an odd situation. Like the mm-hmm. housing, the, the housing situation. It was, was just, it was like, hey, it was like what? It was like, like, the like, that situation. Here. Like you know, uh, <laughs> and and I'm sure my mom, and I imagine your mom too feels this way. Like when they think about us and how far we've come, I'm sure they just give thanks to God because uh, it could have gone the other way. It could have gone the other way. It could have. Um, Because even with all the principles and all the expectations and all the firmness, it could have gone, you know, because I also was determined. I also Mm. was determined not to um, leave out um, my circumstance. I didn't want to just, oh, be a stereotype, like, you know, fall into that stereotype, um, was that, am I saying that correctly? Fall into that stereotype, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And for me, yeah. Yeah, yeah, into that statistics, you know, I, again, thank God for God, because literally that saved my life. I went to church, I went to school, I came home. We had a lesson teacher that would come to the house, uh, you know, after school. And basically, you didn't have time for anything else, you know, except, and of course, I bonded with my brothers, 
So we were, we were together a lot growing up. We were together a lot because we had lessons together. Um, we did things together. We went to church together. We And then distance from our house to the church, maybe about 40 minutes of walking. And it didn't even matter. She said, no, nah, can I even walk 40 minutes? <laughs> I think I, I can. But I'm just yeah. like, it was, yeah. So it was um, my family. I guess God, Jesus saved yeah. me. It did yeah. because yeah. I don't know. And then, of course, I was also able to then see. So I went to Rama Chapel um, and I, I saw how other people lived. And so, again, my mom transferred the vision and I caught it. I caught it, you know, early. And I just saw how people lived. And I said, okay. Matter of fact, I, I went to uh, what's called this uh, finishing school. Oh, really? It was not a girl I did. Because I, I, I didn't know where I was. I, I, didn't ha- I didn't know how I was going to get there, but I knew I was, not, this, I, this is not where I'm going to be, right? And so in my house, we don't use fucking knife. So, what's the move for Danny? I mean, you hold your It's just a fork and then your spoon. If you're eating rice, you use your you use spoon. So, I mean, yeah. so, but when I, I realized that other people eat, they, they ate uh, rice with fork. And then they would cut their meat, you know. So, I, 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 the lady in my church, she was kind enough. God surrounded me with kind people. Yeah. You know, so and then because they saw that I was also very willing to learn, and I did. I went to share. Was what? Uh, for the life of me, I can't remember that. It's a you popular place. Oh my goodness! You went yeah, to fish I had to go and learn how to use fork and knife to just know wow. how to eat proper. You know, at a table setting. Yeah, because I knew I definitely was cut out for more. You know, so but I just didn't know how it was going to unfold, and I'm again. I'm not there yet. You know. Yeah. Thank God for where we are, but we are still pushing. But push, but yeah. So primarily for me, I was surrounded by wonderful. I mean, of course, there were enemy of progress too. But well, uh, enemy of Bajotara. <laughs> <laughs> enemy. I thought that's what you're I focused more on the people who pushed me, who helped me, and I was yeah. Rama Chapel provided resources for me in terms of people. So yeah, yeah. Rama Chapel Yaba, to be specific. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just in somebody was was um um unclear about that. So maybe yeah. for um for those who might be listening to this, right? Because again, at the end of the day, it boils down to lessons and what we want to pass along. Mm. Um, like if you could. If you could speak to somebody who might be in that situation, thinking, how did you even get from there to where you are right now? Because you too, my friend, you've done a lot. Like, you've you've achieved quite a lot. You've, you keep just defying the odds. In your, in, I mean, and I think that's just the beautiful thing about our stories, like the way we defy the odds. For mm-hmm. those, of course, of course, for those who might be listening and, and thinking that, oh, this is impossible, what kind of words would you like to tell them? Hang in there. And, um... Don't be too hasty. Um, everything unfolds with time and it unfolds um, beautifully in its time. Um, your relationship with God, I, I, I think people have turned into this trade and, is it trade and butter? Uh, mm. But yeah, like, yeah, it's not, it's, yeah, it's not like, oh, a give and take. I, I just love God. And that's what I did. I loved God wholeheartedly. I served wholeheartedly. God does mm. not owe anyone he will not owe he says he is a one is a is a uh is a real rewarder and he does reward yeah diligently. yeah yeah so and that's for me because i just i mean i mean other than housing situation there were other 
you know, concerns too that was going on yeah. in my life at the time yeah. that yeah. made me question everything. Um, mm. But God was the anchor of my life. And, you know, I just held on to that relationship when I served. I really did. Help as many people as you can and do not expect anything back. Just do it whole heart. Whatever you find yourself doing, whatever your hands, you find that your hands are, if you can sing, sing with the whole of your heart. If you can, whatever it is that you're doing, just do it with the whole of your heart. So serve God, help people. And you, because you never know, you never know. Um, you never know. Your, your blessing is in the hand of a custodian. And if you mess up that relationship, that's it. That's it. You know, and of course, God redeems time for us. Thank God for second chances. But yeah, just be mindful of relationships. Be mindful of how you treat people, whether rich or poor. I think people tend to want to treat. Yeah, they tend to want to treat people who are who have money better. So uh, someone who is less, quote unquote, less, or even whether it's in reality is less, then you treat them shabbily. No, or not everyone. Everyone is, you know. How, how what would Jesus do in this situation? Yeah, think about it. And that's what I did. And I'm everything I'm saying, this, these are the things that I did. I didn't even realize yeah. were principles that you know that helped. But that's what I did. And that's what I would say to anyone in that situation. Do your best. And always, you know, don't don't be limited by your situation. Um, do the best you can. And let's always be be hungry to learn. Whatever mm. opportunity you present, yeah, be hungry to learn. And sometimes Improve on you yourself. have to lower. Uh, unquote, lower yourself. I will not mm. debase yourself, but just lower. I mean, humble. Be humble to learn because sometimes the help that you need or the resource that you need is from someone that is badly behaved, and you just have yeah. to learn how to handle that and just move yeah. past that bad behavior and learn what you need to learn from that person. You know. So, sorry. Uh. Uh, no, no, I'm not apologizing. No, no, don't I mean, that's though. my case. I mean, I have no. more to say, but I just want to, you know, just be me talking. Yeah. So. No, I am. Um, I, what I was going to add was don't let, don't trade momentary pleasures for mm-hmm. something more permanent, right? Um, chances are, because I observed a lot, and I think that environment gave me my first canvas at life, like just looking at human behavior and how to respond, you know. So stimuli around me, mm-hmm. and one thing you quickly find when people make money, especially hastily, they spend it on very, mm-hmm. you know, stupid like things, designer wears just to kind of feel among. So don't because of that lose your values and start getting money in a very hasty way. Because I imagine I'm living in Nigeria right now, um, for, especially oh. for a young, there's so much pressure to kind of yeah. conform to to so many things. So don't let go of your um future glory for momentary gains. That's one. And number two, like Bingo said, apply yourself. Like, apply yourself. Mm-hmm. Read books. Yes. I mean, church also was a sanctuary for me. You know, church was a sanctuary for me. Boarding house was a sanctuary for me. Normal mm-hmm. friends, normal people with normal house. When I say normal housing situations, like, just more stability were a sanctuary for me. And remember that nothing is permanent. Yes. I kid you. It's whatever you're right now. It seems like it's overwhelming. It seems like it's the end of the world. But trust us when we say by the time you even live there, you will not even remember so many mm-hmm. things. I've forgotten so many things. So many. You'll be surprised. Yeah. So mm-hmm. hanging there is all I'm trying to say. Yeah. But it does yeah. have a, um, some um, lasting, like some scar. It leaves a, a scar, I think. Um, because living in the Butemeta, um, and I've so growing up in the Butemeta was, it was really nice. It was cool. Yeah. Everything was cool. Calm, area. New yeah. neighbors. Yeah. But after a while, these uh, area boys, they took over. Because of a stupid um, uh, family, they, they fought. 
the chairman at the time encouraged it and so oh. that's how area boys kind of they've taken over a bottom i don't know what the situation is now but oh. at the times the area boys after what they took over i think this was around the time just as i was getting ready to transition out of Ibutameta, that was when, you know, violence was now the order of the day. It could just happen, you know, in a split second. Anyway, and then they, wow. they're, they're carrying cutlasses around, broke, they're breaking bottles, stabbing themselves. And if you're, if you, God forbid, that you get caught in the middle of that, and then you, you're going to, you know, some people have died. Some people died, you know, just because they were in the wrong place at the wrong time or the right place at the wrong time. And so for me, wow. that's one of the effects that, so I, I have a thing, I'm, easily startled <laughs> i'm super aware of my environment i'm yeah so that's why for me i don't care much i'll pay extra to live in a nice neighborhood <laughs> i'm not i don't look it's why you're in a bunch of white people <laughs> girl i am not about that life where i'm girl, coming up straight to the suburb <laughs> <laughs> yes girl right, i'm out of here uh-uh. I'm, later. I'm not. I'm not about that life. I don't want to. I want to come home at one o'clock in the morning and be fine. The only thing that I'm bad. afraid of when it yeah. is is um, uh, some we have coyotes and some of these wild animals. Uh, but that's Wait, just it. It's not a human being lurking it's around. Human being. It has to be full of animals. <laughs> yeah. So it's um yeah it it does leave because uh, I know that that's one of the residual effects. Because yeah, yeah. I just yeah. violence, I can't. Oof, yeah, and we can't, we can't like say, Oh, it's a bad thing, but I, I bet that six cents has saved in so many ways. So I'm, I'm sure. God, and you tell me the story. You probably have developed the power of the but go ahead, go ahead, share with us. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm taking over your podcast today. Um, let girl, me, you're my guest. Go ahead, go for it. Tell me, tell me, tell us. Let me tell you this story. Mm. That's how one day. I then I was <laughs> oh, I'm already laughing. But sorry, right. I was in Baltimore. I lived in Baltimore at the time, mm. and so myself and Boale, um, one of my friends in um, um, Baltimore. Then again, I attended Jesus House Baltimore at the time, and uh, my friend Boale we call her Super Bowl. That's how that is. We went to this uh, strip mall, Leo, mm. and then. We were shy idea talking and talking. I, my car was right I beside me. I don't know no strip mall. It's just like a place where there are a lot of stores. Not like a strip. Oh, <laughs> like, it's not that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Like, it's just yeah. many stores. Went to yeah. the mall. Yeah. Uh, and then we we're outside. We we're talking and just like, I'm not even sure for the life of what we we're talking about. But it was a serious conversation because we we're by, you know, we we're by ourselves. And everywhere was dark. But again, this is America. If you live in a nice neighborhood. America. Yeah, <laughs> this is America. You know, anyway. So if you live in a nice neighborhood, you won't care too much. But this neighborhood was not exactly nice. Not It was nice, but not you know you don't want to be there too late at night. And that was mm. where we were. Because again, it's, you know, we've been there a few times. And we are talking and we are talking. We are talking and we are talking. And I see Boale's eyes moving. Ah, I saw her eyes dart to the side. And I saw her, you know, she quickly brought her eyes back to me. Uh, you know, and that's, no, no, no I, she just looked and I, I kind of registered that look again. That's all the whole six um senses, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, um, I looked at her, she did it again the second time, um, with alacrity. <laughs> I turned back, I saw three boys walking to a boy was going to stand here and just keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think for me, it's just clean spaces. You know, yeah. you do have spaces. that, and it's quite annoying. It is annoying. <laughs> it's frustrating for me because yeah. I know, and I think yeah, it, comes yeah, I from, it. it comes from that place because man, yeah. we didn't even get to the toilet situation. Yeah, and just because no matter how you want to keep the space clean, all that we're using and we're careless. Yeah, yeah. they're careless, and mm-hmm. ah, man, even thinking, mean, girl. oh girl, mm-hmm. like and the smell and I know. And, I just wanted to always go around and just clean everybody's mm-hmm. spaces, but oh, I couldn't I, do mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for me, it's just yeah. cleaning. I think that's yeah. what the resultant effect of it. I want to keep a clean space, and sometimes, but I think it's a matter of also being a control freak mm-hmm. about this. Again, it's just what it is. It is the same yeah. side of this. Is a different side of the same trait. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. what, whatever your our weaknesses are, our fears with uh, tends to lean into that. Um, yes, yes, so yeah, yeah. I yeah. have a thing for I think I can maybe fear for sometimes. Um mm, so, like cautious, you mean? Yeah, you mean cautious. cautious, yeah. I can be mm. um cautious, you know. Um not, not when it comes to um harnessing opportunities, but it's just with yeah, I can I can be. So of course, much that with you know, growing up in a place that was very volatile, I, yeah, you know, I yeah. couldn't determine when and where. You know, yeah. so yeah, also, yeah. So you, like, yeah, risk covers. Yeah. yeah, I was just yeah. It's yeah. quite heightened. So it's just yeah. need to calm down now because these days I, th- I feel like, um, <laughs> yeah, slowly getting some might call it, some might call it PTSD, but whatever. But yeah, I mean, maybe Absolutely. it's what's keeping us alive. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but those, ah, those were the days, y'all, when you put you be cooking, you have to stand there to make sure that nobody goes and make steal. sure nobody touches your food. Yeah, put your food. It in the food. You and the steal your, your, your entire pot. Paranoia. Yeah, all of these things. I know. It was like living in an African magic setting, and. <laughs> Man, I don't know who my parents did. Uh, they really protected me because I still find myself being naive about some things. Mm. But I know that some some people that I grew up with, there was a way they just operated. Like they were always paranoid about things. Mm. They wouldn't leave their cup or their because you never knew who could. And yeah. I, it's just yeah, you know. it's it's uh, and so and then ah, uh, you know that that scripture that says that um, uh, what's that? Okay. Oh, I can't remember. That he carries the young. Uh, God, we were cocooned, like we were. Pro- in the, I, I, yeah, I, I feel that. 
And I know it's um it's very dependent on the, on the parents that he, he carries lamb in his arms. Is that one? Yeah, some I think I think yeah, that's how that yeah, scripture goes. Yeah, so yeah. And I, and I, I, yeah. I think it's Isaiah so. He shall I think that's the song that was that came to mind. So I was yeah. trying to remember. Exactly those that have young. Um, yes. Like, you generally the mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so like it that, does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then your bad people will say that, like, Boti Nero, that all along my relationship. Exactly. Yeah. The tailless cow. Cow. Is it? Yeah. There's a way. I don't, I don't yeah. It's, it's yeah. God that chases the flies. <laughs> well. Literal yeah, translation. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I feel that um, we should be super grateful for the parents that we had. Yes. Um, the ones. Yeah. I, I feel that they they are a major major factor in the fact yes. that um, some things were still were still you know that naivety that we still have that you know curious, the innocence you know innocence. the innocence. Uh, it was it was against everything that was the that was the hardest part of it yeah because everything around you was but innocent yeah i don't know if you and (laughs) there's usually some typical profiles of people who your neighbors you have the pedophile the Mm. groping hands uncle the 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 cultist the smoker the domestic violent person Mm -hmm. i mean my goodness like you and you grew up around that but then Mm -hmm. there's this installation you have even within We Within that, that, you know? that is the work. Uh, and that, that literally the diamond in the rough. That is the work. I mean, as a yeah. parent now, I still feel like, oh, on some days I'm so overwhelmed. What am I overwhelmed about? I have, you know, I'm I'm in a very much stable time. But imagine being a parent in those kind of situations. I know. And they, right? did, they did the best they could with what yeah. they had. They did no, they did the best they could. Yeah. So I am my mom, Angelina, shout out to you. Shout out to yeah, them. Maybe out. We, talk, we, should, we should encourage moms because we talked about those that might be in situation. How about moms who are listening to this and they feel because I imagine that our parents probably harbored some form of guilt as yes. well. Yes, and that we one I can tell you we for sure. We haven't explored their story, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I think for me is just and again it's, it's not applicable to everybody because when myself and I'm being paid when we have conversations and we just go off tangent. Um, when we talk about our faith, it's just we because we, we're comfortable talking about our faith but we know not everybody listening to this podcast is of any faith so please do not take it like we're trying to shove anything down your throat but peradventure you're a christian i think just laying hands on your kids and declaring on the future like my mom will make us say prayers about our future i'm mm-hmm. calling everything you know I like prophesy, like almost like declaring what you want to be in the future like yeah. you know the things you want to do and i think those are the seeds i'm, I'm reaping now Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So pray for your kids and encouraging them will be one thing you can do because again, it can happen to anybody. You yes. know, it's just what it was then. It was yeah. just what it was. Sorry for interrupting you, but I have a major announcement. Our podcast, the Most Civil Podcast, has just been nominated by ABVA, which is the Association of African Podcasters and Voice Artists, as the Diaspora Podcast of the Year. This is amazing. This is where we need your help to vote. Winning the Diaspora Podcast of the Year carries immense importance to me. It will be a notable recognition of just our excellence in podcasting within the diaspora community. And it also serves as a milestone, a major milestone, validating all of the work, the dedication, the talent, the time invested in producing the podcast. By winning, we also um, would attract increase visibility and credibility towards the podcast, which will also help in expanding our, our reach and creating opportunities for further growth and exploration. 
on a personal level, I'll be very thrilled to just keep on going. So we ask you to please consider voting for the podcast. It's super easy to do. I'm going to tag all of the link on um, the show notes. Voting is live right now. It closes on the 30th of July, which is just a few days from now. So you go to awards.abva.africa backslash vote now. And in three easy steps, you scroll down to our category, which is the Diaspora Podcast of the Year. You choose our podcast, the noticeable podcast, and you include your email address and click vote. Again, I'll put all of this link on the show notes. Thank you and enjoy the rest of the episode. You know, the, your situation could just change in the twinkling of an eye. You yeah. First, you have a booming business, then some misfortune happens, and now you're back to zero. You know, yeah. so, because that was kind of like uh, my mom's um, story. Oh. And, you know, yeah, things were fine and all of that. And suddenly, you know, you just took a, you make one decision, and then everything just goes awry. And what do you do? You keep moving. You keep living. And that's the resilience that my mom had. I, I learned that from my mom. So oh, forgive right. me quickly and move mm. on quickly. I learned that from my mom. I think, I think any, any parent who is listening right now, we just want to encourage you to say, you, you're, you're, doing, you're doing great. I think um, yeah, you're yeah. doing great. Um, just keep putting yeah. one foot in front of the other and just do the best you can. Don't be limited by your circumstance. You may be limited by resources, but you can, you can dream. You know, mm. you know, encourage your kids to read um, their books that they can live through. They can live vicariously through. You know, don't mm. don't be limited. If you're once yeah. you're limited in your mind, even if you have the resources, you'll still be limited. You know. So, yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, this these are like really really good words. And I mean, it'd be nice to actually have you. I was just thinking about it, like, because I remember when I had a conversation with my mom, and I it was just barely scratching the surface because they don't like to talk about things. They don't. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's why we're gonna be like that. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. You know, because no, I'm, I'm living a memoir. You're gonna know my story. Uh, you're gonna on, hear. Maybe this is a part of your life that I may not want to talk about. But I'm beginning to realize <laughs> no, I, that I, I'm I my mother's. I'm be. my mother's daughter. Every time I talk to Arifa, like so, once you just come out in Yoruba, I really, really, you know, to show you bikini. I'll just, you know, make like a, a joke in Yoruba, and I'm like, where did that come from? Like, eh, I've never <laughs> used these words, you know, in my life before. Um, yeah. It's been nice to actually have your mom to come share her story. I don't know if she'll be open to it. I doubt it. Because, yeah, <laughs> man, man. I mean, I mean, the stories that my mother could tell, you know. But it's um, I, because I, I mean, I, I remember when I would go to your house, like mm-hmm. your mom. The, ah, man, I, yeah. I can't. I want to just imagine how different her life would have been if you know her experiences were a little bit different yeah. because she's, there's so much wisdom and there's, there's a way she, she's a very good storyteller. And I think you get, you get that from she her. She um, yeah, Thank very you. Thank you. I appreciate very perceptive. it. I just thank remember you. that those times in Baltimore. In Baltimore, yeah. yeah. She would My mom, yeah. 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 She, she's a good storyteller. Um, I just, I wish I could, you know, there, there has to be a way to get those um, stories from her. It's just, there's some, there's, some, there's some things that I'm sure yeah. that she's not proud of. And I think, um, um, you know, the, the whole thing about forgiving yourself. So I, there yes. was a time I, I think it was just around the time that she just came to um, to the US. She started to, we started to live together again. Um, oh. that, you know, I'm not sure what we're talking about. And it was, it was, you know, like, you know, an impromptu, uh, you know, conversation mm. Mm. where we just got talking. I just said, we were 
I started encouraging her to say, Mommy, I forgive her. Right? And I was upset. Mm. I was upset. I, I was crying. I remember that oh. conversation. I don't know what oh. led to it. But it's it was the whole spirit. It was the whole yeah. spirit. It's just, yeah. you know, because a lot of the times they, they look back and it's, they, rem- they see the so regrets more than. Yes. The, the things, that, but yes. is, is that is how, is how life is, you know, the negative mm-hmm. bias, right? You can mm-hmm. have ten things happen to you. Maybe one of them is bad. That's one bad. That's thing what you, you focus know. on, yeah, yeah. My, yeah. My, it's all negative bias. Yeah, yeah. I love her yeah. to life. Um, she mm. and my mom's story is amazing. Uh, why I'm super proud of my mom. You know how mm. you know they they say that this you're about saying that. Um, Sometimes you may you may struggle at the beginning of your life, but it's better yeah. to better is the end of a thing than the beginning than of your life. That's what yeah. people say. Is that the Bible? Yeah. I don't know. Your Bible will say that. Yeah. 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 Look at you, you girl. <laughs> you have to. You never remember it. <laughs> so I'm always, I'm always, I'm always giving me faith. You may speak to that Bible and I, I do, and I, and I, I always choose her about that because I'm so jealous. So go ahead. But when she stumbles, I'm always very happy to capitalize on the stump. Yeah, so um, my mom is that that's um, from from grass to grace story, mm, and yeah. just our ending, our end being better than our beginning. You know, mm. started well, well, started rough because again she lost her uh, mom at a very young at age. Her father was yeah. a seaman, was barely home, got married quite too early. She was what sixteen or how old was she? Um, started having kids early. Um, I mean, I guess that turned out good because she has grown grandkids I, I yeah. you know in hindsight but anyway you know that happened to her and then you know one bad decision after another when it comes yeah. to you know, relationship and then um and then she decided to give her life to christ i'm not sure how i need to hear that story again and then that, that changed the trajectory of her life and of her life yeah and then things got again i benefited from that because she yeah. gave her life to christ look at her legacy Mm-hmm. Jesus made the difference, right? Yeah, it, Jesus yeah. really did. It was like night mm. and day. And then, mm. you know, and now she's where she is. Uh, she's the things she could not do when she was younger. She's doing them in her old age. You know, uh-huh. and every day I think about it, I'm just eternally grateful to God that, you know, mm. she can rest well. I mean, she, I tell you, you're not dying, you know. Not that time soon. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus, and I just want more, 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 more I just, I see, I see her and she did, she's a testament to the, 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 the stone that they built as they forgot. It's become the chief cornerstone. That's, yeah. that's my mom's story. And so, yeah, yeah just be encouraged. <laughs> Yeah. You know what? I think slowly just encourage her. Maybe try recording it. Yeah, but I, I mean, we have to take a contact. <laughs> um, because yeah. again, one one thing I'm also trying to do is to find a way to kind of um, archive the voices of people who are, mm-hmm. you know, like last year now, or was it two years ago, my friend came on the podcast and her father passed away. Not She came with her father. We actually did a daddy-daughter oh. recording. And her father passed away shortly after then. Would you ready? And no, would you ready? Um, I'm from your job. Oh, okay. I was like a Father's Day thingy, and I, you know, we talked about, you know, um, the wisdom from the agent, and mm-hmm. it was just nice to see the daughter, um, that daughter dynamic. And he passed away not too long. Wow. And she texted me, um, like a while back and said, Thank you for this because it means a lot that I have his voice. Uh. You know, if you think about it, we don't like keep voicemails, we don't keep like mm-hmm. recordings, and you want to, some people are still, they'll give anything to be able to hear. 
what their parents sound like. It's in your head. You know how mm-hmm. it sounds like. But able to replicate it and just add the press of a button. So yeah. that's just my suggestion. Maybe there's a way. But of course, you have to let her know that you're recording. Oh, yeah. so you I don't to, think she will mind. It will just be the kind of story that I want her to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it just took me. a while for my mother to be able to, because, you know, as you know, I was born out of wedlock, and I say that, you know, like, I said, I don't care. I don't care how I got here. I'm here ready to do it. It's right. <laughs> it took a while for her to come up with, oh, my goodness. But the shame was always there. Yeah. I mean, she's, my mom has, I mean, she's, she's, she's walked through that. But growing up, I could, I, almost like I knew something was off. I knew something was off, you know. But she, she and I guess it's different. I think it's just this burden that we carry. That's so necessary. Burden, like, because... She got married to the dude. The dude married her. Right. But then, but then, remember that there were so many things like she had to leave her home. And yeah, then, um, yeah, yeah. and for someone that my mom is so very introverted, a lot of her thinking is internally done. Yeah. It, like, if it's someone like me, I'll probably just voice that, oh, you know, I'm so stressed. And maybe talking about it would have been helpful for me. But yeah, yeah she didn't talk about so many things. Plus, she became a mom, you know, so quickly and having to go back to school to like prove that, okay, I'm not a forgotten story. Yeah. I mean, those are for me, and I think even for your mom as well, those are stories that I think will like highlight, like even despite the, the bad aspect of things, the tragedy, we've been able to make something come out of it. Yeah. 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 yeah Thank yeah. God for God. That's, thank God. Thank uh, God. Yeah. We are giving testimonies of that scripture that says, when the Lord turned around, yes yes i look back i'm like look at how far you brought me that song um they do not know i'm sorry i don't know Uh, people sings very well by the way go go for it girl sing it you brought me they will not understand or something i I don't know the song well that's why i'm meditating like people will not understand like when i when I talk, they don't understand the, the passion behind me saying to love God wholeheartedly. Mm. It's not, it's not mm. to say you're not going to make a mistake, but love God. Yeah. Serve God. Honor mm. people. Be kind mm. to people. When I say mm. these things, I this is just why people don't understand. Um, mm. We have not even delved, uh, you know, delved deep into, into, yeah. into the story. Oh, this is, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the story is... Yeah. I am that life. I am that life that was yeah. changed by... By yes, just knowing by Jesus, God. Yeah. yeah, by Jesus, yes, just knowing yes, yes. having a personal yes. relationship. So, yes, yes, yeah. yes, well, yes. you know, sometimes I do, I mean, not even well, I do do wrong, and it's just, I mean, why we're human, but then we, yeah, yeah, we're human. Thank God for His grace, yes. So, that's um, it, guys. Um, I mean, <clears throat> let's know if this resonates with you. Maybe perhaps you're in a situation or you know somebody who's like that, you know. Um, I think the best thing is just to keep encouraging them and keep making them see just the virtues they have above and beyond what their external shell or surrounding might look like. Mm-hmm. And as always, you know, hold on to Jesus. That's our hope. That's mm-hmm. actually the, if we're to give one word, like one word, a summative word that have, you know, um, kept us so far. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just been Jesus. All along yeah, there. it's been the anchor of yeah. our lives. Mm-hmm. Exactly, I don't even back up soil like the Koreans would say. <laughs> I have said. nobody. I have I have nobody but God. Yeah, <laughs> what she said. But, God, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but this was it. I don't know if you had any final thoughts before I close this off. Um, um I think we've said it all. Um, mm-hmm. Just hang in there. If you're in that situation, hang in there and don't be proud. Don't be too proud to ask for help. Don't be, because everyone we all need help. You know, mm-hmm. so don't, don't, because I, I know some 
I, I, this is what I use. I'm using it loosely. Um, some poor people who are proud. <laughs> yeah, and that's the worst. It's an irony. A, it's an irony. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, irony. Yeah. And I, I'm not, it's not to say you don't have self, self-respect. Of course not. Yeah. Because like I said, people people at the time, if they came to the house, yourself, yeah. Yeah, yeah, respect yourself, honor yourself, but Carry don't, yourself be, well. don't be too proud. Like, because I, I know some, but I'm telling you, I'm, again. It might be a defense on. mechanism if you think about it. It, it might be, be. but don't be, don't yeah. be, don't, don't lose out on opportunities because of pride. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. That's true. Humble that's yourself true. because even God will that's not, it, it doesn't like proud people. Uh-huh. So yeah, we're going to go yeah. that route. But yeah, just um, hang in there. We honor people, love God, um, and be humble. Whether, whatever oh, your status is in life. Yeah. Rich yeah. or poor. Yeah. Be humble, yes. Um, walk humbly, um, seek justice. Welcome mm-hmm. humbly before your God. Yeah. Um, oh, before we go, there's someone that's going to listen to this and they probably will crack the code. I had this friend, she was always asking to come visit me and I couldn't. I'll always come up with like a million excuses. Yes! You're listening to this. You know yourself. This is why. This is why I couldn't bring her home. There's one time she called me and I pretended like the network was bad. And I just hung up. Come on. Oh, we still have Capcom's phone. This is why I couldn't bring you over. Let it wasn't you, it was me. <laughs> it wasn't you, girl. It was, it was me. a situation. It was a situation yeah. I was in. Mm. I didn't know you talked about it. One day, my friend just randomly decided to show up to my house. I was not home. I went girl. to go and braid my hair. Fool me. Fool me all the day. Uh, my beautiful friend. I mean, she didn't care. She waited in the. I said, oh. I said for me, you, you you waited in the in the floor. She said yes, and I saw your mom. I waited with her. Ah, oh. oh. my dear I guess friend. friend. Yes, I met her uh, from you know <clears throat> solid camp. Okay, and is she here? You were eighteen. No, she's she's in Nigeria. Oh. We're eighteen at the time. So I, again, that's solid. A that's a keeper. Me, like, mm-hmm, she is. That's a keeper right there. Yeah. That's a keeper right there. Doesn't matter how many writing. years we don't talk. The minute we get on the phone, it's it's like we spoke just yes the other day. That's how it is. Oh. Yeah, and don't let anybody shame you, okay? You yeah. might have friends who might, who might know about your secret, and they make it. There's nothing to be ashamed of. If I there's use those as examples, you know, there's nothing to be ashamed of, okay? Mm-hmm. Nothing, sh- no, don't let anybody shame you about it. Yeah, Ooh, your game, it's just fun. Yeah. No, it's just what it is. Hopefully, this helps you, Tolani, to just let go of that. I think it does. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I'm, I actually yeah, feel a bit like Because it's like, ah, girl, like, ah, boy talk, boy thumb, ah, just so bad. Oh, my Lord. That would be the CMI. Look, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Okay, we don't want to, we don't want to talk about some TMIs. Yeah, we don't want to, like, glorify poverty. My people, <laughs> there were situations, Girl. situations that. Girl. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I got like I have my own personal toilet, right? You know, and it's clean. Know, and it's clean. Yeah, it flushes. I can well. leave my food where it is. I don't worry that someone's gonna put something in it. I know, my dear. I, I know. can leave my bag in my living room, and nobody would take it out uh, of yeah, my living room. You know, I, it's just. Uh, and there's it's, no uh, smell around that is questionable. That, that, whatever smell is, is my smell. It's, it's my smell. I can isolate it. Uh-huh. I can isolate it. I can say, okay, maybe it's because I put this rubbish, you know, in this space. That is interesting. <sighs> I, can, uh, I, can, I, can, I can do the forensic analysis quickly. And yes. I have control over everything <laughs> in that situation. Yeah. 
you guys have no idea. Ah, you have no idea. You, you want to, you, you want to, has done for us. you have to, you have to get hold it in. Yes. Hey. Is it worth it? Is that- or is somebody dead? <laughs> Almost cuts me carrying water on my head. <laughs> hey, I to die. <laughs> Jerry, can me? Jerry, can I enjoyed doing those chores. It wasn't nothing my mom made them. I actually enjoyed doing yeah, them. I, I used to go to my friend's house. I, I, I loved you know making sure that we had. We'll go to Jerica. We we'll carry Jerica to go and carry mm-hmm. water from uh, the land. Ah. But, but you see, it built character. It did. It, it did. Character. It did. It did. Yeah. It built character. It, it built res- resilience. It built. Resilience. It, it built it that did. that go getter mentality that you can make things yes. happen. You know, we know how to source for water. When you, know how, you you will know. You find yeah. they were resourceful. You will find they very resourceful. It makes you resourceful. resourceful. Yeah. yeah, that's that's those are the merits from me. I'm not saying everybody should go and suffer to get where we are. No, but, but um, all those skills they are gaining right now is not serve you in the future. And then we know, we know, we know of someone, I think, Tony, you know this person too. And this is not to shame them okay. or anything. It's just that they don't, the kind of resilience mm. that we have, they don't have it. And it's it's telling on mm. their adult life. Oh, yeah. You know, they, yeah, they, they, very short you know, life. They, yeah. they had um, uh, some setbacks set and they just could not handle it. Couldn't, they, they couldn't could bounce not. back. They yeah. were no resilient. They couldn't bounce back. And it's and years and years of trying to. Okay, so what can you do? It's been, it's been like yeah, more than ten yeah, years now. More than ten years. And so then when, when we talk about when we talk to this person, it's like you know, they are still stuck. I don't know how to help you. Yeah, I don't know how to help you. I don't know how mm-hmm. to help you. Like this, this will be easy for me to conquer. Yeah. But again, I don't yeah. know the experience, right? They don't have those. Um, grits they yeah. don't have i should stop saying that because i'm i'm minimizing the experience but all that to say that you know our yeah. resilience is paying off in that yeah. particular area at least and it's not again like, like you said it's not to shame other. that person it's just i see that no, it's not the them. troubles that that, went, that we went through um just helped it did yeah and, and i think the the humbling thing here is that we shouldn't get to um, rash yeah. about people like that because my tend to be like, oh, hurry up now. This is yeah. such a big deal. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's just what I'm learning to extend mm-hmm. grace. Like, not everybody has yes, these experiences. Absolutely. It's not when I talk about those kind of issues, I want to be very mm-hmm. respectful because, again, you know, there's actually more not to the more story than, than, than meet the eye. Yeah. 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 So, this is where being paid remains one of my very good <laughs> friends because she's seen me through almost all my life cycle. Like, I don't have, there's no need to like pretend to be anything mm. that I'm not. And I mean, she's, she's, she, she knows me it's very well. Like, it's a privilege. I do not take it oh, thank for you. granted. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I can be fighting with my spouse and being praised that I don't mind because I don't have to like, hide. Like, <laughs> she's like, Tala, calm down. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and it came. It was from that moment. The moment she found my house, I'm like, this girl mm. is special because that's something I would have done. 
I gave her half of the information, but she mm. found my house before Google Maps was a thing, <laughs> mind you. She probably entered two buses, got on two buses to get so, to but her that's, that's the thing with me. I would, it doesn't matter where you live, I will find, I, I love doing that because for I me, that. yeah, I it's something that. about just, I don't know. I, I don't know if I do enough Depends of it these yeah. days. Um, but I, I, I mean, I miss, I mean, no time, that, yeah. you know, me that kept a mm. journal with people's mm. birthdays every month. I was so judicious about it, but nah, these days, life. Do you think is a, <laughs> do you think there's a part of you? Because there's something you said the other day. Uh, Maybe we can talk that? about this next time. How you avoid going on social media because you don't want to see some things. You feel like there's a part of you you've tried to hide just because of you know the phase you are in life of right course. now. Of course, I mean so. Mm, uh, it's a totally it's, different yeah, this conversation. This changes the trajectory of the, the, of yeah. the of our conversation. It's, yeah, it does. Do, but yeah, do you want to sure. have it now sure. or save it for it. later? Okay. Um, so, um, okay. So, because of the uh, vision that I have for my life, because of the plans that I, you know, the things I want to achieve. What about it? Yeah. Uh, the things I, mm-hmm. I hoped I'd achieved by now. Um, so sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, when like on Facebook, Facebook is very distracting. First of all, it's very distracting. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been on Facebook in years. I still have the account. I just don't, I purposely don't go there. And you keep changing your name. Do you know how long it took me to find the I purposely did that. I did that. I know. Don't, mention, I know. don't, don't, don't do it. I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but uh, uh, so yeah, I'm trying to run business and say, come and buy my sponge. But they say I have to find it anyway, but um, yeah, so it's okay. in Ketchi Shode. So if you don't know those two names, you will not find me. I made it very super difficult, you know. So, um, yeah, yeah, so it's um, how do I say it? Um, so for example, I'm still, I'm you know, still single, um, so there's that, um, and so a lot of my you know, colleagues, my contemporaries are. They have kids who are like 10, year, 10 years old, 10 years old or 11 years old by now. I'm 39. And in case you were wondering, <laughs> not you, Talani, but the, mm. the listeners. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. She was born yeah, Yes, 83, September 1st. September 1. Yes. And so mm-hmm. I recently turned 39. And leading to that, this birth, this year's birthday, it was very, um, it was very troubling. Mm. And it was it was so stressful. Mm. It just before my birthday, right? I just was like, oh my God, this is the final year in my 30s. And I'm still not married. I still don't have kids. You know, mm. uh, I love mm. children. Um, and I want to, you know, I want marriage. Um, so leading to my 39th uh, birthday this year, I was I was stressed out. I was so stressed out. And of course, there were things that happened months leading to um, September that also, again, I think I, I mentioned that um, in some episodes that, you know, you invited me on, you know, how that opportunity I thought I had and I lost it. And it just threw me off for like two yeah. months because again, it was all building up to, mm-hmm. oh my God, I'm going to be 39 this year. Um, and I just want to be able to have, I want to be able to say, oh, I've, I've done this, I've done that, and you know, I have this and I have a third. Um, and I couldn't, it seemed like I focused so much on the quote unquote one or two things I didn't have, and I forgot the rest of the things that I had going yeah. for me that were great or are great. And so I think it was like 
maybe three weeks to my birthday that I decided to have a change of heart and decided to, you know, be grateful because I'm alive, I'm well. I I have my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, things are, I may not be where I want to be or where I think I, what I should be, but I'm not where I used to be. Yeah, and so, mm-hmm. and so that's why for me, when I go on Facebook, it's just a reminder. So kind of like a, a reminder of, oh, the things I think I don't have, like a family, a husband, children, is mostly that. It's mostly that. Um, and then again, you know, my academic um, struggles, not because I'm not smart, yeah. not because I'm not, um, or I'm not, I can't, I'm not academically challenged. It's not that. It was just life happened. I couldn't get into school on time. And that was, well, that was a point of shame for a long time. For a long time. Mind you, again, I said I was school head in primary school. I was school head in yeah. secondary school. Okay. And then I couldn't yeah. get into college. Like how? I, I passed my exams. I I just couldn't get into college. I would not have funds to go to a private school. You know, so, and then for years, that yeah, yeah, that held me back for years. And I went, first I wanted to be a doctor and that thing come because again actually I, then I quickly readjusted my dreams I was like oh my god anything would do at this point I just want to go to school mm. you know so for mm. a while and I remember something that someone said to me um <laughs> this was after I had relocated to the US and so we kind of reconnected I don't want to mention her name because what I'm about to say is not a nice thing that she said um you know what so she say? said that uh, that's really, I, I don't know what she meant. It was almost like, won't read the cool me. That's how I felt anyway. Um, like, wow. uh, that even with that, we're not as smart as you. We went to school, you know? So, oh. yeah, she said that. I don't, again, I'm not sure in what light she was saying that. I said, I'd be. I said, I'd be. Because first of all, I'm like, you know, I, I almost said what I want to say, but I'm not going to mention that, you know? You know, yeah. like, you yeah. just admitted that you're not as smart, you know? So even though you're trying to throw throw one at me, but you yeah. you just well, shitted yourself. Guess yeah. what? You were trying to shoot yeah. poop at me, but yeah. you had to also and the poop, yeah. It's falling on you, girl, because you hit your fan and mm-hmm. it, you know. So literally, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was that. Um, so yeah, and even till now, I think I still carry that burden because I feel that the years that I lost impacted my progress in a way. Um, or at least that's mm. what I felt. Um, but I, one thing that I always, I've always known about God is that he redeems time. And in, the, in, the, in a lot yeah. of ways that God because has that redeemed so time for me, he has. Um, the years that they can't come, the things that I couldn't have achieved, um, you know, I couldn't achieve back then, that probably would have taken me maybe five years to achieve. And it's, no, it's taking shorter time. And I'm grateful to God, but that there's still that part that... That still, you know, feels like, oh, maybe I, I would have been a doctor uh, if I'd gone, you know, mm. because if I'd gone, the, if I followed the path, I would definitely have gone to medical school. I would definitely have graduated because mm. I know I'm book smart. So, um, well, do you think that was God's will for your life, though? Who knows, right? These are things well, that I also would just good yeah. to have those, like, You had those dreams, right? Yeah. You know, um, and so, because even, even now, a part of me still wants to be a doctor. But I just like mm. I said, I don't know like, like, first of all, who has time to go and uh, be waste a accumulating student loan of a uh, one hundred billion? 
yeah. There's that. Yeah. Um, but if, to be honest, if, if I had, so I've asked myself this question, if I had resources, like all of my needs were taken care of, I had no, someone, someone is no, I have money to pay someone to carry my baby. I don't have to be pregnant. I don't have to worry about cleaning the house or anything like that. I'll worry about my bills. And someone was just mm. going to pay for me to go to medical school. I will. I'll go actually, you know, so okay. yeah, I would, but that's not the tale right now. You know, so so I'm managing my expectations. But yeah, that's so sometimes I don't like to put too much on Facebook. And I, I guess I'm also a private person to an extent. Mm. I'm learning to Is that naturally you're just um as a way to almost like you're hiding from the world or that's just you naturally? Um, so naturally, even even with um my regular interactions with people, I don't so I when I open up, I open up. Like I'm, okay. I don't, I'm not I know, I know, man. I meant like social media because I do that. Yeah, so, so, like, that's what I'm saying. So it's not, it's just me. I just really don't like, I don't like too much attention. First of all, uh, even though I, yeah, it's weird. I, it's weird because I, I sing, I hold the mic and I, I, just but I really don't like, like a lark, like an angel. <laughs> Thank the you. The cute angel, not that one that they've been showing on Instagram. The one that looks like <laughs> demon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Talani. Yeah. So I think there's, there's a part of me that is, definitely um private uh, but there's also a part of me that um is also constrained by the things i had hoped that i've achieved i've had you know gotten and yeah. so because when people look at you they just want to see oh she has this she has the third but even if i were to be honest if i was married and i had kids i won't put my kids picture on instagram oh, or anywhere I else like, I, <laughs> no shit anybody who does that right yeah, no, no shit anyone who does it but it's just do you, me boo-boo. do you boo boo yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but that's actually my yeah. fear about you that you know because i know i went through a phase like that especially when i was trying to you know um have kids naturally and all that there was a way you tend to want to hide yourself from the world Mm-hmm. And as long as I mean, there's a, there's always that line between just closing off completely and also you know um, being cautious about things. As long as in your heart of hearts you're not still letting those things you know loom over your head. Remember how you encouraged me some minutes ago mm-hmm. to live in the moment and not be shameful about those kind of experiences. Mm-hmm. I like to recycle that feedback. I'm um, advice to you as well. Mm-hmm. Like live freely, live uninhibitedly because you have done quite a lot. That you're still here and holding yourself because you have so many great things that you do, Mikri. And I feel like sometimes, maybe because of just your, you. your carefulness, people don't get to see that, right? I mean, it's a privilege to see you, you know, the things you do very well because you're very good <laughs> with your hands. I mean, Mikri can just anything, she, she can do things with her hands. Like she's way, 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 way amazing <laughs> than, I, than I can ever, and she sings beautifully well. So I feel like sometimes maybe we, we might have that tendency to hold ourselves back. Mm-hmm. Just because of how we think we should be somewhere, we're saying that this is not the path God wants for us. Of right. course, by all means, keep improving on yourself. I'm not saying mm-hmm. you should say you've arrived, you know. But I know that there's no good thing God will be told from those that He loves. Yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. all I'm not just trying to say is that you know maybe this is a, like an encouragement for you to live more freely and not let mm-hmm. anything hold you back anymore. And that's what I'm doing. I slowly but surely I'm starting to do that because I realize that's that podcast, by the way, right? <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah, so I'm learning to live in the moment. I'm learning to do things that I'd denied myself for a while. 
or mm. for a long time. You know, nothing that, con- you know, that what's the English word I'm looking for? Nothing that, you know, will, that goes against my Christian faith, obviously. Yeah. Um, but just um, like, for example, I got a dog. Um, you know, I take hikes. Not I, in the city. But hold on. Because we live with white people. That's not unexpected. Uh, no. just... I've lived there for some time and I didn't explore. But I'm telling you that it was just a matter of time, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the thing about going to the king. The thing about going and watching a, hockey, watching, watching a hockey game. You are who? Let me tell you. And so spice your food with black a, pepper. We had and a, you know, grapple pie, a pumpkin pie. Was it? Bishop, the other day. I was like, you are who? Thank you, but I'll pass. Oh, didn't they do one pie? No, thank you. Why? It's so tasty. I know. No. Right? <laughs> I just said, no, I'm just watching my diet. No, thank you. Apple pie, bawo. Anyway, it's just for me. Consistency of food matters. The the, the yeah. aesthetics of it matters. So I, I can eat I, I can eat an apple, but why why do you have to put it in an oven? You I know, don't. And know. Then you yeah. now you added yeah. flour to it, and yeah. no, no, yeah. thank you. Yeah. It's just too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm so I'm, I'm I'm trying to do things. I'm trying to be uh, you know take more risk. Um, yeah. So I'm I feel like I'm I'm opening up graduate that's yes. why i agreed yes. to that to the stuff you told me about uh yeah yeah you and know, I'm, so, I'm i'm here for it i'm yeah. here for it i'm here you know, for so it so i'm trying like, to tell myself no just leave your footprints in the sand of time while i've been there you can't hide and do that you can't hide yeah. and and be a tool of change in the hands of christ you know you can't you can't you can't you can't hide i'm not i mean obviously i'm not gonna put my business all of my business out there but you know my story i have a story to tell you know and it may just be the thing that someone needs to hear, you know. So I've told myself, I've, I'm giving myself permission to to open up a little more and yeah. not be too closed off. And to know that I may not be married and I don't have kids yet. Um, I may not be married yet. Let me add here because we are, we are, we are husband we hunting. Know. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> send application to me, okay? I know. If you are tall, you know, are you above uh, 5'10"? lips. If you know God, you have a you have guys, a only, the Lord. guys only, guys only, guys only, you're not only, not only male. You're not she's, she's, strictly, she's strictly dickly. <laughs> we don't do no, uh, uh, no shame to anybody that wants to. No shame to anyone who does that. I want a naturally born male. Um, so, yeah, we have to, we have to who knows and fears God has a personal relationship yes. with Christ. Before, yeah, I used to be restricted to the whole uh, healthy, the African guy. No, you why no. you're purple, yeah, you don't, you don't care. This, at this stage, <laughs> because if I'm if I date a Ghanaian and I've dated a Ghanaian who doesn't speak my language, speak English all the time. Which was my which was my thing. I just didn't want to speak English all the time. I wanted, you know, be able to speak Yoruba and just, you know, switch in and out, speak pigeon. Yeah. Uh, that's their yeah, pigeon is like we can teach like them. That's the, no the problem. The third grade of pigeon. <laughs> we can teach them. <laughs> but because you're half, so, you're happy. You're happy. I know. My mom people. is evil. My dad is Yoruba. Yeah. But my mom speaks yeah. Yoruba Wella. I mean, and, your mom is Yoruba. Let's not forget yeah, about exactly. Yoruba. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and I, yeah. mind you, I even dated an aquai born person. 
Who did he speak oh, Yoruba? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't speak Yoruba, so I spoke English with him all the time. So that's why I decided to open up, like, no, I can date a Chinese person. That I can date, that that's not Korean. He never spoke Yoruba. He doesn't. Oh, man, so really? come. It's yeah. just... And he lived in Yoruba for that long. He could Yoruba or Don Lenwe. Yoruba or Don Lenwe. And he doesn't understand too well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I look, ah, you know, I, people people have shamed. Okay, talking about this person, we're not going to mention his name. Mm. Talking about this Aquaibon person, um, you know, when I, I think it was this was in 2014 or so, when I got introduced to him, because I, I lost my dad 2015. That's mm. what I always used to gauge. So we dated like the year before because we broke up um, just right after my father's passing because of what he did and just other things that led up to that point. Um, yeah, and he you know... At the time, I was working as a caregiver um, because I was still in college. And so oh. I was yeah, going to school late. Um, and by late, I mean reference to age, you know. And um, and he's a petroleum engineer. And so he was going to, you know, you know how somebody will cover you and, you know, poile, give you dignity. No, no, mm. no. He went and told these people. And, you know, they said, like, you can never date someone that is a care, you know. So it's. All of these things you have heard some things said over the years, so it's not just like I just carry this shame. Yeah, yeah. It's from people just people. the people are careless yeah. with their words. They're yeah. they're so quick to dismiss anyone who quote unquote doesn't fit their criteria, or they don't see that you're making pro- you're going to get past this point because obviously they're short sighted, you know. So yeah, bye bye to rada rada. You know, I know mm-hmm. what, what I know. What even think about is that I mean. I won't say, oh, I don't say, I've probably said something careless to somebody and they've carried that. But imagine if we live that life in such that your careless word might add to that, might be that in that tipping point that makes that person mm-hmm. just shut up, you know, shut, yeah. shut, shut out of the world. And that you might think, oh, it's just you saying it. But imagine them hearing from different people at different times, mm-hmm. you know, and the commonality yeah. is that person. You know, how mm-hmm. much more careful do you think we would be? Yeah. yeah. Which reminds yeah. me, this is Korean. Um, mm. I'm sure. The which word is the title? Uh, her, inheritors. No, inheritors. Oh, that one. Okay. I, I old one. Motu tuwoni. I think there's some things I just will watch over and over again. That's one of it. I watch over again. Okay. And so I watched it. I finished the episode today. The final episode. <laughs> girl, let me tell you what you just said. Now it's so true because like, the girl. Uh, mm. What's her name? Chan, yeah, you Chan, you Chan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know what the grandfather, the dad of that boy said? He said that he, uh, that he, 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 he gave her the, the opportunity to go to that exclusive school because mm. he, want, he wants her to hear from a hundred people why she cannot be with, with his son. Wow, Chan you know? mm. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's um when you hear it over and over and over again, and some people try to again, like I said, they were enemy of progress growing up, even in that drama chapel. But I had more, I I, I did more of leaning towards the people who I heard positive feedback from, you know, than listen yeah. to the naysayers. People and, and the thing is this. I, I I think for some people they couldn't recog- they couldn't reconcile the fact that she, she doesn't have much. Why does she? Why is this? Quote and unquote, Ogberaga. What does she? Not that they're proud. Like why? No. What does she have to be? Kind of around. So like confident. To, yeah. That's the word. Mm, yeah, so yeah. confident. I mean, they, they couldn't understand. Like where is it? What's the source of your confidence? You have nothing. We have more than you, and yet but we have you everything. Probably make, make, make us feel less than than yeah. yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and it was um for me I didn't see it, but people saw it and some people responded well to it, some people did not. You know, they saw it as an affront that how dare you be confident, you know. So it, it, I it was a lot to contend with. I didn't even realize mm. what I was contending with until I was out of that situation. It was a toxic um situation, but mm. I came out, you know, as you know, like they say, rough diamond because she answer, yeah. Yeah. Uh, though, God yeah. has helped us. Ebenezer. Yes, so yes. yes, so I thank and God for how far He's brought us. And so that's why we can say it. Yeah. Yes, go ahead. yes. Back again to no no finish your thought. I was gonna wrap us up. Yeah, so just you know, trying to link it back to what we're saying. I was about saying just... that I, we, we came back again to the very point yeah. here, but I like I like that um that um segue with you because I think your foundation and how you grew up shapes that aspect of you and it's mm-hmm. nice to see you since that narrative so really this yeah. was the episode guys and um we hope you've gained a lot from it um if there are additional topics um you would like for us to explore let us know and i use us because Binkwe will be a regular on the podcast you're not gonna smell it having friends on my podcast and you know working together is almost like a safety blanket because you know you can you get double the value of, you know, conversations yeah. and all that. So this is not the last time you'll be hearing from her. She'll be more um, prominent on the podcast. I will do more announcements once everything is finalized. But yeah. this was it, guys. Um, thank you so much, Mikwe, for joining us today. And really, really always nice to chat with you, girl. Thank and for you. our UK fans, <laughs> shout out to the Coca-Cola. I know we said a lot of girl today. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, girl. girl. <laughs> we have to be pacific. Be pacific, yeah. But in any yeah. event, thank you. It's thank always you, an honor you. to uh, to be here. Always, thanks for the privilege. Yes, um, girl. Yeah, it could be equal advice to anybody else. You know. So. Oh, please. It's please. not because I'm the greatest orator. You know, you know, you, you know, know where the bodies are buried. That's why I have to keep it close. <laughs> Yeah, take it easy. <laughs>